present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us this week at Sadler's Wells in London's Clerkenwell. A small settlement was originally founded here many centuries ago as a stopping off point on the main route to London when a turnpike was established to charge tolls on farmers' wagons and stagecoaches in the certain knowledge that this would prevent any increased congestion of the city's streets. <laughs> Can't imagine any fool trying that again. <laughs> By the 18th century, Clerkenwell was a bustling mix of artist studios and alehouses, frequented by famous authors, including John Bunyan. After he published his allegorical tale, Pilgrim's Progress, Bunyan was honoured by the city fathers by having a foot disorder named after him. <laughs> During the 20th century, Clerkenwell became known as Little Italy when it changed sides halfway through the Second World War. Such as its fashionable reputation of this part of London is now known as the New Soho, with the result that the inevitable down-at-heel CD element is just beginning to emerge. <laughs> Let's meet the teams. <laughs> On my left, Graham Gardner and Barry Cryer. <laughs> and on my right, Tim Brooke-Taylor and Sandy Toxby. And to guarantee that the teams will be holding their own this evening, please welcome our talented scorer, the delightful Samantha. <laughs> well, we make a start... Oh, DIY gets everywhere. We make a start this week. In the good old days, we used to tell you we start this week. Now we have to make the bloody... We make a... <laughs> We make a start this week with a round of official sponsor. Sponsorship is now taking hold in show business, and appropriately, this game will be played by Tim Brookbond Taylor, <laughs> Graham West Ricelip Garden Centre, Sandy Beaches of Skegness, Toxvig, and Barry Holstein Cronenberg Badweiser, and Foster's Castlemaine, Carlin Black Label, Red Stripe, Carlsberg Special Brew, Methylated Spirits, Cryer. <laughs> So, teams, I'd like you to suggest titles of books, films, plays, TV, and radio programs that have suffered similar overzealous sponsorship. Barry, will you start, please? North by Nat West. <laughs> the League of Cheltenham and Gloucester. <laughs> Mother's Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> by Jane Austen Allegro. <laughs> Moby Dixons. Breakfast with Frosties. <laughs> Bridge on the River KY From Sainsbury's As time goes Buy one get one free <laughs> Tesco of the D'Urbervilles <laughs> Kit Kat on a hot tin roof <laughs> Later with Jules Holland and Barrett 
Lady Chatterley's Hoover. <laughs> Bring me the head and shoulders of Alfredo Garcia. Okay, okay, the teams are going to sing for us now in the round called One Song to the Tune of Another. And only the terminally slow would need further explanation than that. So listen up, teams. You may, care, you may care to think of a tune as being like a large cardboard box containing a newly bought consumer item which represents so obviously the words. Imagine you take the item out of the box, it doesn't matter what it is, say a video recorder or a DAB radio, perhaps, whatever that is. <laughs> but if it were a DAB radio, which is unlikely, as it's no good the BBC telling me I've got to shell out 300 quid on a fancy wireless set just so I can get their so-called new channels churning out 40-year-old shows. I can, <laughs> I can get all the repeats I want on Longwave. <coughs> that is, when it's not non-stop cricket reports of England being thrashed by every emergent nation. <laughs> Having removed the radio, you could replace it with something different and repack the contents back into the box. And yes, teams, there is a problem looming. That's right, the polystyrene packing. By now, you've a lounge floor strewn with enough white expanded plastic to make a half-scale model of the Andes, and it will never go back in the box. Why they provide a 14-cubic-meter box to, to hold an average-sized portable radio, I don't know. Can you imagine a more pointless waste of space? At the piano, we have Colin <laughs> OK, we'll start with you, Barry. Would you please sing the words of the telephone man to the tune of She? Hey, baby, I'm your telephone man. You just show me where you want it, and I'll put it where I can. I can put it in the bedroom I can put it in the hall I can put it in the bathroom I can hang it on the wall You can have it with a buzz And if you can have it with a ring And if you really want it You can have a ding-a-ling Because... Hey, baby, I'm your telephone man. I rented my apartment on a Monday at one, singing Dula, Lily, Lily, La, Shiki Baham, Shiki Baham. Okay, Sandy, now, would you please sing the words of Tennyson's lovely Come in the. My script says, come in the garden more. I don't... <laughs> I don't Depends if so. the telephone man has been. Would, Sandy, please sing the words of Tennyson's lovely Come into the garden more to the tune of We're off to see the wizard. Come into the garden moored, for the black black night has flown. Come into the garden moored, I'm here at the gate alone. I'm here at the gate alone, and the woodbine spices are wafted abroad. And the musk of the rose is blown, for a breeze of morning moves. And the, pla and the planet of that. <laughs> 
garden at Sadler's Wells as well. <laughs> Tim, would you please sing the words of I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book to the theme from Swan Lake? I'm the king of the swingers, the jungle VIP. We've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I wanna be a man, a man, cabacho, riding to town and be just like the Finally, Graham, <laughs> would you please sing the words of You're a Pink Toothbrush to the tune of Strangers in the Night? Can I, can I say before Cole starts? Hold it, Cole. Hold it, Cole. Cole, hold it. <laughs> I have to explain, I've got pink and blue in this song, and, and you won't have noticed, but I have a touch of what's called Bell's Palsy at the moment, which means half my face is frozen. So I have trouble saying P as in pink and B as in blue. <laughs> It's rather cruel of them to call it Bell's Palsy in the first place. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. You're a pink toothbrush. I'm a blue toothbrush. Have we met somewhere? Before you're a pink toothbrush, and I think... Toothbrush that we met by the bathroom door. <laughs> Let me toothbrush, such a sweet toothbrush, how you thrill me through. And through, don't be hard toothbrush on a soft toothbrush, cause I can't help loving you. Every time I hear this song, it makes my nylon bristle. You're a pink toothbrush. I'm a blue toothbrush, won't you marry me in haste? I'll be a blue toothbrush, just to you toothbrush, when we both use the same toothpaste. <laughs> Time for a bit of acting now as the teams present their DIY costume drama. Our TV schedules are currently awash with classic adaptations, including Daniel Deronda from the book by George Eliot, who's one of my personal favorites. I've made a lifelong study of Eliot's work, and in my opinion, there's no writer to match him. <laughs> Thackeray is another writer whose work has been plundered for television, although I have to say I was sorely disappointed by the BBC adaptation of Vanity Fair. What were they thinking? They completely missed out the problem page, and where were the handy makeup hints? <laughs> in DIY costume drama, I'd like each of you teams to take the part of a character from a typical costume drama. Scene changes will be signaled by my sounding my horn. <laughs> I've provided you with a selection of appropriate sound effects, which you can play in yourselves via the electronic samplers in front of you. If you care now to check that they're working, 
Okay, jolly good, jolly good. Jolly good. Okay, on with... I was going to say, right, on with the casting. Barry, your character is Gordon Bennett. Yes. Graham, your character is Lord Bingley of Bradford. Sandy, you'll be playing his daughter, Lady Charity Begins. And Tim, I'd like you to be the handsome Mr. Darcy Bussell. Okay, teams, I'd like you to transport us, please, to the withdrawing room at Loggerheads, Lord Bingley's country retreat, and improvise a thrilling episode of Pride and Sensibility. <laughs> My darling papa, sadly this dreadful itch has returned. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear it, my dear, but brace yourself. Your young suitor will be joining us shortly for tea this afternoon, young Gordon Bennett. Gordon Bennett? Yes. <laughs> The same, a very dull but sound young man. I believe I hear his carriage on the drive. You know, the very old horse. <laughs> ah. I see your sinuses are no better. My darling Charity, I feel so happy about our impending nuptials oh. that you are my affianced. Father, father, I cannot marry this man. He's so... Old. <laughs> come, come, my child. He's a very sound man. He has an income of two pounds a year. Don't, don't spend it all on the same hat. <laughs> Can I come in? Look, it's the bold Mr. Darcy Bustle. Oh, yes. Oh, him with the wet shirt. Oh. <laughs> ah, there he goes again. <laughs> Scene two, walking by the lake. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. The man's obsessed. Will you come to my party? I'm having a little at home. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I was in the water. <laughs> you swine bustle. Leave my fiance alone. Let's get something straight between us, Charity. I am oh. your... Oh. You are awful. What the devil's going on here? <laughs> a charity, ring ring for the, the butler. Yes, no, on father. second thoughts, two rings for the butler and that necklace of yours, he's been very good to us. <laughs> Papa, you must understand, I cannot marry Gordon Bennett for my heart belongs to Mr. Darcy Bustle. Be what? quiet, Charity. <laughs> <laughs> In case I must take you out of all this, I'm going to send you up to town. Oh, next scene at the Goose Fair in bustling Cheapside. Come in to the street. <laughs> oh, the old problem. <laughs> I have run away. I've run away with you, Mr. Bustle. Do not tell my father. I tell you what, we'll... Oh, look, an S&M club. 
Here comes Gordon Bennett now. Fight him, fight him with your sword. <laughs> you sorry, I can't, sir. You can't. You thought I was just pleased to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Come, my dear, it is time for our nuptials. No, I cannot marry you, you Final scene. I've been trying to say for ten minutes. Humph. Yes? <laughs> Final scene, the grand ball back at Loggerheads. Charity, may I have the pleasure? You may, but first I must have a small scotch. I think you'd like a little punch, though. <laughs> Damn you, Bustle, I shouldn't even be dancing with you. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm going to have to do. Father, can't you see how those two look at each other? Yes, I can. A fight, sir, a fight. Greatly. Oh, and you, sir. I'm fed up with both of you. Oh! I'm not going to get married. I'm going to become a vicar. I think that was a bit too slick myself. Yeah. Okay, it's time now to play the old favourite known as Cheddar Gorge. The the name Cheddar is, of course, mainly associated with cheese, but this game is just one of many games taking their inspiration from food-related items. We think also of steak tartare, which involves saying goodbye to a piece of sirloin. <laughs> then, we have, then we have cottage pie, a, a geometry game played on Hampstead Heath. <laughs> then, of course, there's the old favourite Bakewell tart, which is quite simply shouting instructions at Nigella Lawson. In Cheddar Gorge, each panellist exchanges a word in turn in order to construct a coherent sentence, with the object being not to complete the sentence. If I detect that a full stop has been reached, you'll hear this. <coughs> as I kick this walrus. <laughs> OK, teams, the subject of your sentence is a letter of complaint from the Prince of Wales. Tim, you can start. Uh, sir. It has come. To my attention that you are a very <laughs> offensive and dare I say it offends many of my people who came here today with their Daxons under <laughs> a reasonable level of <laughs> uh, complacency. Although some of these people were distinctly unimpressed by your outrageous behaviour in the undergrowth <laughs> when <laughs> they clearly yet somehow inaudibly <laughs> noticed that you were distinctly hiding behind a round yet <laughs> slim yet strangely 
my local doctor who is my local vicar as well as my local veterinary man stroke <laughs> rabbit yet somehow all of my intentions have been so thwarted in my attempt to write a sincere letter that I have never in my entire life been so grossly <laughs> and indubitably comma <laughs> outraged and what I wish is a very speedy recovery and <laughs> Okay, we have a musical game now called Just a Minim. This was adapted from the long-running Wiley's favourite, Just a Minute, hosted in unique style by Nicholas Parsons. Actually, it's extremely difficult to find the right words to describe Nicholas Parsons. <laughs> Talented, erudite, generous, self-effacing. No, still can't do it. <laughs> in Just a Minim, the teams will attempt to sing well-known songs without hesitation, deviation, bartic thistle, nil. <laughs> Or repetition. Remember that, teams. Repetition is an absolute no-no. <laughs> Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Listeners will be interested to learn that Colin is well-respected in the music business. I'm given to understand that he's particularly admired by simple minds. <laughs> Right, the song is Here We Go Gathering Nuts in May and Tim, you can start. Here we go gathering nuts in May Almonds in June, Brazil's in August um, There we go picking um, pecans in spring Challenge from Barry. Hesitation, for heaven's yeah. sake to have a coach and horses through it. That's what I think of that challenge, sir. Fair enough. <laughs> challenge, Tim. No, it was me. Uh, repetition, two it punches. says Tim here. <laughs> I threw my voice. Sorry. Not far enough. <laughs> Go on, whoever. Who will you have? For loonies in February, screws in April... Challenge from Barry. So... <laughs> Either that or I didn't switch the buzzer off. Who? I threw my buzzer. Challenge from Tim. <laughs> I thought deviation he was going on. Screws in what, was it? Screws in April. That sounded like deviation to me. <laughs> I thought he said Naples. Elaborate. <laughs> Carry on, Barry. <laughs> we'll have... It says name in brackets here. For pistachios... Oh, Challenge what? from Graham. Two brackets. Repetition. <laughs> ah. Fruit. Yeah, carry on. Um, fruit in uh, a four-week period. 
Uh, anagram of stun in might. <laughs> we shall have Colin in what? Janice what? And Tim. Did what? you say Colin? We'll have Colin in what? Well, it says name in brackets. Name you can't in brackets. think of a better name to put in brackets than Colin, can you? <laughs> and, and that's not easy for you to say. It's not. <laughs> Go on then, Colin. I notice it's very nearly the end of the show. There's just, there's, no, there's just time to squeeze in a, a round of ornithologist's songbook. Samantha tells me she has to go now as she's off to the country residence of her new gentleman friend who has some interesting birds in a thicket. He, he keeps a young chicken, but Samantha says there are also wild breeds there and she can't wait to see his woodcock pull it and swallow. So, while she's away enjoying that, I'll ask the teams to suggest song titles likely to appeal to an audience of bird watchers. Graham, will you start, please? You gotta pick a poxy cockatoo. <laughs> Killing me softly with his swan. <laughs> Fifty ways to leave your plover. <laughs> Tea for toucan and cockatoo for teal. <laughs> Kumbaya, mallard. <laughs> if I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a creek. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious. Cassowary. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. <laughs> Sitting on the duck in the bay. <laughs> Bridge over troubled warblers. <laughs> Call me a romantic old fool, but there's that lovely lovebird song, Don't Shit Under the Apple Tree with anyone else. But... <laughs> Tiny Kangaroo Down Sport, sung by a bearded tit. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, as the butler of time eagerly rifles through the drawers of fate, and the Princess of Destiny suggests he might let her take them off first. <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show, so from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good people here at Sadler's Wells, it's goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Sandy Toxvig, and Tim Brooke Taylor have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sells setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. Thank <laughs> you.